September 3rd, 2022. This is Crypto Chat with Chapo, episode number 31. Uh, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, this fascinating uh, documentary that I watched uh, last night called Running with the Devil about John McAfee. Super, super interesting to me. Um, and I, I vaguely knew the story, and uh, so I caught the documentary last night and I was completely fascinated my thoughts have been uh, with the show uh, for the last 24 hours well not quite because I just watched it last night Um, and I'll get into that in a second and some of the fascinating conspiracy theories I mean who doesn't like conspiracy theories I love them just as much as the next person so we'll kind of dig into that and some of the things that I took away from it uh, just for fun Um, I encourage you to check the documentary out Uh, It's called Running With the Devil on uh, Netflix. I think I got that right. Yes. Uh, Running With the Devil, The Wild World of John McAfee. It's pretty darn cool. So, of course, today the market in the crypto world is uh, sort of the status quo of a little sketchy and squirrely. As we went into Saturday, uh, Bitcoin had... 19706 Ethereum trading at 1550 and the rest of the top 10 pretty much all staying the same there Um, 6 is BUSD 7 XRP at 32 cents Cardano um, actually up 11% at 48 cents which I said I I thought it would have a little bounce because of Robinhood and I think in the longer time frame it also has that opportunity to um, be easily accessible so maybe even though the product itself uh, maybe not be that good I mean it's hardly a product at all uh, I do still think that there's money to be made there everything else in the market is you know pretty skittish as well um, not a ton happening price action wise but um, that to be expected until things become a little more clear down the road So, the documentary. So, in case you don't know about John McAfee of internet fame and software engineering fame, a computer programmer uh, who, you know, created the McAfee virus scan. So, he's been, I mean, he's passed away last year, last summer. But uh, the documentary outlines this crazy journey uh, that he had over the last few years uh, running from the law in country after country and ultimately uh, dying in prison, uh, official cause, uh, suicide. Of course, there, as with all conspiracy theories, you know, did he really commit suicide? Anyway, that wasn't my biggest takeaway uh, from it as I was watching it. I'm more along the lines of my thoughts on what if part of what he's saying was true so we know that the McAfee virus scan I mean it's who knows how many computers it was on 
it could have been on you know hundreds of thousands millions who knows and John was claiming that because of this software that he uncovered some of the deepest darkest secrets of pretty much anybody and and I allowed my brain to go there just just for the thought of what if it was true what if he did have all of this information aside from the fact that after watching it or during watching it you you often question his sanity <clears throat> you know it you know drug use etc that withstanding <clears throat> or notwithstanding there is still a possibility that he had massive amounts of information dirt on people that you know could be extremely valuable potentially so I kind of let my my brain run with that just for fun just because it's an alternative thought uh, typically I think that part of the part of the documentary was sort of outlying you know that maybe he was not completely sane but leaving a little bit of room for the possibility of there was maybe some truth some truth of thread in there at least that they entertain that quite a bit throughout the documentary <clears throat> and it was to me it was interesting that the guy who actually did uh, the filming uh, during the documentary and I, I'll have to kind of look up what his name was I can't even remember but to me it was just fascinating that he, he even d took on this uh, possibility of filming John and following him around which was just insane the the filmmaker had been deployed in war zones and in the most dangerous situations and to me it seemed like he was just like all right oh I, I will give this a whirl and run it out and to see see what happens and as the story goes it, it, it appears that John's sanity is unraveling um, maybe a lot maybe a little um, I guess it's that is open to interpretation. I was okay with just accepting the fact that, okay, regardless of whether we think he's sane or insane, if he does have some information, what would be the ramifications of that? Are you, as a, a viewer of the documentary or a listener of this podcast or someone who's involved in crypto, are you willing to accept the possibility that a person with this kind of power being this antivirus software that's on millions of computers, we'll just say millions, so I don't know what the actual number is. Are you willing to accept that, that a person who coded that and has that running also has the ability to know everything that's taken place on that computer? every bank transaction every uh, communication every note taken every possible thing that was ever done on that computer are you willing to entertain the possibility that someone could access that and use it one maybe for good maybe for bad maybe for protection um, if if you were able to get that information what would you do as a person? Would you tell anybody? Would you be afraid for your life? 
would you go on the run? Would you say, hey, oops, I have all this information. Let me give it to you. And now you have to trust that I didn't give it to anybody else. So and my thought was, and just allowing myself to just go with the possibility, if he had this, if he really had what he said he had, which is the, the dirt on you know, governments, politicians, people in power, whether that's related to you know, Epstein or whoever might be on this conspiracy list, if he had that information, would his life be at risk? And my thought would be absolutely it would be at risk. And then if that were me, what would, what would I do? What would anybody do? Would you simply just say, okay, you got me, I had this information? Or the flip side is, what if he didn't have it, but said he had it? So then, if you were on the other side of the coin, do you believe that he doesn't have anything? And so then, then all of a sudden it becomes, it doesn't really matter ultimately for him if he had it or not if people believe he has some of this information that could be powerful enough to take down large individuals corporations governments whatever if he had it people would want to deal with him if he didn't have it but they thought he did then once again there is this threat that has to be dealt with and so that's kind of where my brain was at the whole time even though, you know, there were moments where it was a little hard to watch him, John, that is, because he did seem as a person in mental health crisis. However, you know, could it be as a result of always being on the run, always being scared for your life? Maybe it could be. Also, could it be that it was all an act? Meaning that if he act a little bit crazy, then people wouldn't take him so seriously. And if not taken so seriously, then maybe that takes off a little heat because, all right, look, nobody's really going to believe me, so I can go on my way and eventually I can get the information out if there is any information out. So what really blew me away and made me think, like, maybe there is at least something going on is that he was able to basically do what in my uh, viewpoint and it was edited so I don't really know all the details he was able to do whatever he wanted what it felt like so he fled the country for tax evasion right he said he didn't pay it for four years maybe it was longer than that I don't really know um, and what <laughs> Then, then he goes into a foreign country, potentially uh, kills someone in Belize, and then he goes on the run in Guatemala and uh, Dominican Republic, and each time he manages to get away. He, he goes so far in one scene, he clearly is faking a heart attack. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I don't mean like falling on the ground. I mean, like ambulance, people pulling him out of a stretcher. I mean, it, it, it's bizarre to watch, but he gets, but he escapes. And then 
after all of this, somehow he ends up back in the United States and he runs for president. Now tell me how in the hell that takes place. How, in what world can this guy not pay taxes, flee the country, go into another country, allegedly commit a murder, flee that country, enter into another country, find his way out of the, th the third country, end up in Puerto Rico, and then end up back in the United States and on a presidential ballot. Now, how? How? That, that's my thing. Is like, I, I don't buy the fact that he had a lot of money, and that was the reason. Maybe it is. But that's kind of where my whole brain was. Like, how is this guy repeatedly, it's almost like he was intentionally, like, telling governments, try to come get me. Come see, and then watch what happens. I'm going to get out of it. So, ultimately, you know, he is jailed um, in Spain, and he begs not to be extradited back to the U.S. after another legal problem. He was indicted uh, by the SEC, and there was... Uh, <laughs> so, in, on October 6th of, I believe, 2020, yes, he was indicted by the SEC. Guess what? Connection with... Ready? ICOs in cryptocurrency pump and dump schemes. Dun, dun, dun. So then he apparently accused of getting $23 million in digital assets in return. And then in March of 2021, the attorney's office in uh, New York formally indicts him on the charges. He's jailed in Spain. Spain decides to extradite him. And then on the 23rd of June in 2021, um, he is suspected of committing suicide all right so that's i mean that is a, a super quick wash through of what happened just go watch the documentary and i would say just try to o watch it with an open mind in terms of like pretend watch it once and just pretend like okay he has a massive amount of dirt on governments federal banks everything imagine just watch it through that lens once just for fun and then sort of process how you feel about that and your thoughts so which leads back to another thing that um, I, I dug up and maybe some of you are aware of this so there was one scene in the documentary where they show McAfee's you know with the shirt off and he's flexing his, his bicep and he has a tattoo on it with the dollar sign and then it says WACK, W-A-A-W-H-A-C-K-D, WACK. And if you know, if you're on Twitter, on the crypto Twitter, you know that often these cryptocurrencies are this dollar sign and then whatever. So it would be a dollar sign in BTC or a dollar sign in ETH or a dollar sign in Rose or a dollar sign in Near, or whatever. So you, you know that that tattoo on his arm was allegedly, I don't know, is this WACD cryptocurrency. So, of course, what do I do? I dig in a little bit, and I, I already was aware of this, oddly enough. So I came across a 
a post on 4chan. Okay, we all know 4chan. <laughs> okay, so whatever, give her whatever you want to say about 4chan, whatever, it doesn't really matter. This is where I found it. So this was posted on the 28th of June, so of 2021. So from what I gather, that's four days, if my days are correct, four days after his death. So the, the post goes, well, the dude is dead. Uh, John McAfee got himself whacked, a whackbee tattoo, and deployed through a Unitrade contract called Epstein, which created the WACD token with Wicked Burn mechanics. All in the honor of Epstein being suicided back in 2019. McAfee said he would never commit suicide, so the token is already grabbing media attention. Let's honor, honor him through his last scam. So then there's a link to the official contract, and it says, Do not buy any other token other than the one ending with small e, big e, big e. Proof. And so there's a link. I'm going to open this one up. Here's the first proof. And the proof is a web archive. Let's go, let's copy this. And we're going to slap it over here. All right. This is going to be entertaining. It's loading. I don't know if it's going to even load. It looks like it's, it's stalling. So I don't even know if that link is live. Oh, here it comes. Web archive. <laughs> okay. Hmm. This is rich. This is rich. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to describe it for you. I'm sorry I'm laughing because it, it is it archived in the Wayback Machine. 14 captures between November 2019, so two years before his death, to December 31st, 2021. Okay, this is interesting. So it said Epstein didn't kill himself, and it has some graphics there that might offend some people um, then says 10% of all transactions will be burned or whacked and then one out of a thousand transactions will be burned so if you if you happen to be like every thousandth transaction no matter what the transaction is you lose you lose you lose you lose all the way to or whatever so and then there's a picture of Hillary Clinton eat, eating pizza and looking up at it you know, as if it was, um, you know, the Pizzagate debacle or whatever, more conspiracy stuff. And then there's also a link. I'm going to try to, it's, it's, uh, it says McAfee Dex on it. I don't know anything about that, but okay. You, you just have to go look at this. I, I will put this in the description because it is darn funny. So then there's a Dex tool pair and it is on Uniswap. So I'm going to go ahead and open that in a new tab. And I doubt there's any action in it. I'm not encouraging anyone to buy it at all. I just think it's funny and entertaining. And uh, let's see, it's still loading. I don't know what's going on with that. So then there's a video of him uh, pumping Wackdy if to the Twitterverse. Let me open in this guy a new tab and see what we get over here. And I, I don't know if this post is still alive. Okay, the WAC D is down 15% in the last 24 hours, trading at 0 .0039. So, uh, <laughs> it was, it, I mean, the last transactions are sell, 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 sell. So we have 
the cell of uh, 0 0.01 ETH, 0 0.02, 0 0.02, 0 0.02, 0 .0, I mean just all these 0 0.02s. Uh, there's a one buy today at 0 0.01. Oh, there was a buy. Here we go. There was a buy yesterday for half an ETH. <laughs> Somebody bought a half an ETH of it. Two two back-to-back -back buys. One was um, 0.1 ETH, and the other one was 0.561 ETH. And that's just hilarious. And, and then uh, there was another one for 0.14 ETH, so they got 47,000 of these wacky. But it, it overall the trend is definitely people selling. Someone did buy a half a ETH on the thirty first, and a third of an ETH, point three, on the thirty first. So some people are buying. <laughs> okay, on the on the thirty first, there also someone point, bought point seven ETH, two hundred and fifty five thousand wacky. All right, that's just insanity. Um, but the community votes on text tools is is seventy percent positive. Okay, here's here's this, here's your pump McAfee Dex. Let, let's see if I don't know if the audio will come through, but we'll give it a whirl here. Okay, that that was just insanity, and I couldn't help but bust out laughing. Well, um, I'm trying to think when, sorry, when that was posted. Okay, that was posted on January twentieth, twenty twenty. Oh Lord, sorry. Okay, so that is today's episode of Crypto Chat with Chapo. Um, I'll leave some of these <laughs> links in the description. I'm sorry for the laughter. This is just killing me. Um, once again, not financial advice. Don't go buy out. Go out and buy Wack D. But God darn it, is that hilarious? Sorry for the language it um, offended anybody. So, once again, everybody have a great day and get outside and enjoy the air. Watch some college football. I know that's what I'm getting uh, geared up to do tonight. But everybody have an amazing day. This has been Chapo, and I'll take you out with a little uh, action from Cream. I'll be with you, darling, soon I'll be with you